hard, I rode right through the envelope. So Steve, what are you doing right now? You said, do I have time? Yeah, do you, do you have time to do the podcast? Do I have time? Yeah, it's, it's the right time. It's uh, 1236 at Arcadia Stamp Show. How uh, you doing? Doing good. Uh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm uh, counting quantities of flag stamps for a potential order that's going to go for promotion on, on covers or event covers. And the guy needs upwards of 2,000 copies of wow. each stamp. So I'm making an inventory of what I have. Wow, 2,000 of each stamp. That's what he requested. I, I pulled what I had, and I'm just going through and reconfirming my counts. And being a big-time, huge stamp collector, what are you, uh, the largest flag stamp uh, dealer uh, in the United States? 2,000. I mean, yeah, there are some dealers back east, uh, like uh, oh, they don't Ka count. Kaplan or Marcus. Or uh, no. Not even close to your level. <laughs> I want one billion stamps by midnight. Okay, in your wildest dreams. <laughs> Do you dream about stamps? I don't. Well, I save that time for other things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you have something? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. just, uh, just admiring along with you here. Oh, we're, we're doing the podcast. This is a podcast we put on weekly. Stamp show here today. Yep. Named after after my stamp show sign. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You're you're like one of the founding fathers. A found <laughs> Even back there, you have the uh, PSC, like, tavern thing, like, whatever Yeah, I hope this is on. It is on. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're questioning it out. Nine. Your order's ready. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. The, uh, uh, what, how do you say that in Spanish? Did you find know? anything good here today? Yeah, we did. We found a couple, we found a couple good covers from... Well, I've got a great idea. <laughs> Steve. Why don't you be our guest countdown for the week? Yeah. Not count up? Not count no, up, no, count no, down. No, 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 <laughs> I'm counting up the stamps. One, but I mean, okay. two, three. So, so, wait a minute, so I count down from what? 10, five. 9, 8, 7? No, 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 you just from like five, say, just do a countdown from five to one. Like in Little Einstein's. <laughs> you assume I watch that. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one, it's stamp show time. Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Oh. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rupert, what are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Oh, like stamp collecting. Oh, that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that. Yeah, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely. All right, Homer. You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining. Oh, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. From Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a plenty from Poland, but none from Sudan or from Fiji or Uzbekistan. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.
Welcome to Stamp Show Here Today, episode 130. I'm Cash. Four out of five. I found that to be a rather shocking statistic. I'm Sean. I'm Troy. And I'm your stamp mistress, Dawn. We still don't have the studio set up, so no Scott or Tom until next week. Today, we're on our way out the door to the Arcadia Stamp Show. But before we go, Stanley Gibbons' stock price is at 12 pence. That's a 2 pence drop, but a whopping 14% drop. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) This is in spite of us seeing prices rise on stamps overall. At the stamp shows, we always ask how to make money, and they always say buy quality. So, yeah, that happened. (laughs) Cash, what do you have to say? A shout-out to uh, Facebook friends, uh, Tony M. in particular. He shouted out and said, uh, Hawaiian pizza is trash. Uh, That's a rather strong stand. Shout-out to Arthur M. on Facebook, who posted a picture of a Kaiser's yacht stamp from the Carolina Islands with a beautiful sock-on nose Palau cancel. Remember that Germany had these islands, all these islands down in the South Pacific, and then lost them to Japan in World War I. And then Japan lost them to us in World War II. So Palau is claimed by us right now. So cool stamp, and thank you for sharing that on Facebook. Kaiser's Yacht? Yeah. Kaiser's Yacht. Kaiser's Yacht. It's actually pronounced Throat Wobbler Mangrove. That's a shout out to all the uh, Monty Python fans out there. And here. <laughs> yeah, hi. Okay, we are off. The next voice you hear will be in Arcadia. I don't know. Let's discuss it first. This is a neat item. It's a, uh, what is it? You're uh, interviewing me, so you're trying to pick my brains on it. Yeah, with the hidden microphone here. <laughs> okay. By the way, hold on, let them announce somebody's getting their lunch. We are at the Arcadia Stamp Show, and I'm sitting here with Carl Schaff, who has been on the podcast before. He's a dealer uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, he just showed me a very interesting cover that we're going to talk about for a moment, and he's going to try to sell to me. I am also been active in Sescal, which is where you heard me in the prior podcast. Oh yeah, prior uh, president of Sescal. And I'm also uh, president and past chairman of a couple of stamp organizations locally. And we won't mention the fact that you're a lawyer, because that, that'll turn everybody off. Yeah, but I do eviction, so it, oh. it, it really gets me sour. Uh, Have you evicted any little old ladies lately? We don't want to go down this path, because <laughs> this is going to be listened to by people who I don't uh, know. Oh, okay. Uh, you're looking at an inexpensive cover when you see it in a box. Uh, Basically, you see a cover with a corner advertising from uh, a Clark and Minyard 
publishers' books and stationers. With a little it's, one cent. Uh, it's a, a one cent uh, local mail. Uh, unsealed circular. Unsealed circular, right. Okay. So you look at that and you pass it by 99% of the time. But I have the opportunity to actually open them up and you see the correspondence inside and the copy of their their medal, etc. Yeah, they won a medal at the uh, Paris International Exposition. And probably Kaz will take a picture of this since he, he won't buy it. Uh, <laughs> well, I might buy it. It's pretty cool. Let's negotiate a price. Well, uh, basically, you open these things up, and when there's a story with it of what's going on with uh, the commerce, it increases the value. Oh, by and, a lot. And it's tremendous. Uh, I had one of the three cent banknotes, which is a common throwaway stamp, uh, mailing out a notice, it, an envelope cover with a music school corner advertising. Mm -hmm. And I figured, that's a, a cute advertising for the amount of money I'm paying for it. So I bought it, put it in my stack, and I come back and I open it up, and there's all the advertising for a class that's going to be t going on in about two weeks. A music class. A music class. Cool. So you look at the date of the class, you look at the stamp, and all of a sudden, you can identify the stamp because it's dated and it's before all the other ones were coming in and it wasn't grilled. So it was the, the National Bank note. Cool. And because of that, I now look at these corner advertising and I open them up and I have clients who will buy these because they are very attractive and they tell a story. And it's more than just, you know, a crummy banknote, which nobody cares about because nobody can type the ones and the threes, etc. Well, here's the interesting thing that I found. First of all, it's dated 1880 blank. So the one underneath it is 1879. So it's probably 1880, 1881, some, somewhere around that time period. But the interesting thing is it's... They printed the, what the Anderson's popular U.S. history, yeah, United States history. It's a history book. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing that I always find is, you know, we take it for granted because it's 2017. Yeah. We take it for granted because you know it's 2017 and we have like 250 years of history. But back then, the history books were really, really interesting because they talked about the founding fathers. The War of 1812, and then they kind of ran out of stuff. Now this one's lucky because they they get to talk about the Civil War too. Well, there's a lot of history before the Civil War. Well, that's that the thing. doesn't get taught anymore. Right. Uh, we're n we're now in uh, Libya. Yeah. We've been in Libya, and they say the war in Libya. This is Libya too. Yes. And Libya 1 was in? 
How about both of these two for 20? Because I'm not going to give you 10 bucks for this one. Okay. Okay, the second one that I just negotiated, and everybody, I collect 1850 to 1859 covers. And this is a folded letter from a person with a number 26 on it. It's dated 1858. Really nothing impressive about it whatsoever. But the contents. It, in the contents, and it's a lumber company. And in the contents, it just has one sentence in it that makes it valuable. And it's from uh, Baltimore to New York. And it says, we sent them by canal line, which is our favorite mode of transportation between here in New York for safety, speed, and expense. And so from a standpoint of the history, here we have a company that is like endorsing the uh, canal. So, you know, whether it makes it in my exhibit or not, I don't know. But if I talk about canal transportation, which I do, you know, it might find a place in there. The other one, I'm going to put a picture of this up so that everybody can see it. Because it really is a neat looking cover with a one cent banknote on it. And uh, you can all see my glorious purchase here. Yeah, that'll be on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page. You can see it and is. Cash will probably sell it for five <laughs> or ten times the amount he paid. Oh, well, I'll get thousands of dollars for this. No, but <laughs> you might make money on it. You know, stuff like this, if it has a good history behind it, it disappears into my collection. You know, we purposely have this stamp show here today museum. It has basically inexpensive stuff, but it's inexpensive stuff that has a nice story to it. Yeah. Uh, I obviously am a collector behind all this. We're both collectors and, at heart. And now everything I buy that I, I would be buying for my collection ends up on my table and there's two types of pricing. The pricing to sell, which is things that I pick up that are neat. Yeah. And the, the prices that I really want to keep the item. And if you want it, you got to pay through the nose because I want it. Well, let's get realistic for uh, the people because, you know, tell them where you got these two items. No, because that's crude. I won't say where, I'll just say they came out of a dollar box. Right, they keep, so he paid two bucks for them, and I knew he paid two bucks for them, but you know something, the fact that he paid two dollars for them, that has, and I've said this many, many times before, mm -hmm. what I pay for an item has no relevance whatsoever to what it's worth. And that's why a lot of dealers, you know, I will talk to the dealer and I'll offer him, you know, he has a $25 cover and I'll offer him $10. And he'll say, I paid 15. And I'll tell him, I don't care how much you paid. I mean, really, no. truly, it, it has no impact whatsoever. It, if a dealer is buying and selling on that kind of margin, he has a lot to learn and he may be dealing for a long time, and he just hasn't learned that there is 
a lot of material out there that's worth collecting that is overlooked in, in items. I used to buy everything full retail and, you know, individual items one at a time to go into my collection. Uh, I resent that I took 50 years to learn <laughs> that you don't buy that way. Well, not and, if you're going to be a dealer. Well, most collectors should end up being dealers ultimately because they have to get rid of their collection. That's true. And yeah, Actually, the, that's the, a really good line. I'm going to quote that one. The, the reason I have this table is I've spent 50 years collecting neat things, U.S. material, and I want to get my money out of it, and the only way I can do it is selling it myself. I'm going to lose if it's an auction. I'm going to lose if I sell the collection even more. And by having a table, at least I buy and sell and I make the table and I get rid of some of my collection at, at value. It'll take a while. Plus, honestly, there is definitely a status for having a table at a stamp show, being a dealer. You know, I don't know that. Yeah, there is. You know, people... Everybody should try going to a stamp show and having a table. Just do it at your stamp club. You know, we're going to, uh, when we finish up our meeting area in uh, our new facility, we're going to have little stamp shows there. And, you know, you could have a table. You're not going to be able to have a six-foot corner like this is. But, you know, you could have like a four-foot table and you can see what it's like to be a dealer. So... And be frustrated. I that have. your friends come by and they, they want to knock down the price by 50%. <laughs> well, I mean... And, and then you learn that I'm still making 10 times the amount of money. Yeah, it's fair. But, but remember, I have to pay for this table and I had to pay for the time of going through the dollar box yep. to find the material. So when it all comes out, I'm probably losing money on this purchase, Spe especially yeah. when you have to spend all the time talking and doing a podcast oh, to, get yeah, the, yeah. to get the, the thing. Well, that's what I, I, I'm actually only paying you like 50 cents for the covers and $19.50 for your time on the podcast. Yeah. You're, you're a paid person. <laughs> I'm, I'm You're a celebrity. You're a celebrity. That's Sean in the background. Say hi, Sean. Hi. <laughs> Sean is our future. We're going to make a stamp collector out of him. No, he's and already. Hopefully, he's already hopefully a stamp he'll collector. do more than collecting old prexies. Old prexies. Yeah, he, he. He's beyond that now. Oh yeah. yeah. Sean, why don't you move over here in front of the microphone and tell people what you collect? Speak up a bit. Well, right now, I, I kind of collect, like, random stuff, stuff that's cool. Uh, basically, whatever I can get that I can buy, sell for a little bit more if you if you can get whatever. But it, like, what are the two uh, things that you're uh, working on? Oh, I'm right now working on an exhibit with rail, uh, long railroad covers with perfins on them. So, so, railroad perfins on cover? Yeah. God, I'm trying to think if in my box I have a railroad perfect. I think I actually do, but I don't know where it would be. <laughs> but I mean, how esoteric can you get? All right? 
And tell, I don't everybody, know, how, you can... tell everybody how old you are, too. Oh, I'm 11 years old. So if you, ha- if you know of or see any railroad perfect covers, uh, Sean is looking for them. Here's $20. I am paid in full. And that Let me look. take a moment and see if I can actually find perfect railroad. Railroad perfect. Is that wrapping it up? I think that's a wrap-up. Okay. I've paid my bill. I've got my stuff. And I've buried the money. And the Dad money I? is buried. Yeah, go ahead and hit the, no, the square. Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Dawn. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper at gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Hi, this is Bob Prager with Gary Posner Incorporated, and we're in Long Island, New York, in New Jersey, and our philosophy of Gary Posner Incorporated is this. We would rather pay very fair prices on 9 out of 10 collections that we look at versus trying to just offer very low prices on 1 out of 2 and making a big score. That's never our philosophy. So if you want to be treated fairly, please give us a call anytime at 800-323-4279. And again, my name is Bob Prager. Return to send up.